the strongest products that I have is that sense of community, building a culture around the channel, not only just around myself, but in a community of people where everybody can kind of have shared experiences with one another. That's what I've always focused on is kind of building that culture, building that community has been always my number one most important focus to give these people a safe place for them to hang out, to have friends and have a place where everybody feels a sense of, of safety and positivity and everything that goes along with supporting one another. Heroes are an inspiring group of people. Every one of them, from the larger-than-life comic book heroes you see on the big silver screen to the everyday heroes that let us live the privileged lives we do. Every hero has a story to tell. The doctor saving lives at your local hospital. The war veteran down the street who risked his lives for our freedom. The police officers and firefighters who risk their safety to ensure ours. Every hero is special and every story worth telling. But there is one class of heroes that I think is often ignored. The entrepreneur. The creator. The producer. The ones who look at the problems in this world and think to themselves, you know what? I can fix that. I can help people. And I can make a difference. Then they go out and do exactly that by creating a new product or introducing a new service. Some go on to change the world. Others make a world of difference to their customers. Welcome to The Hero Show. Join us as we pull back the masks of the world's finest heropreneurs and learn the secrets to their powers, their success, and their influence. So you can use those secrets to attract more sales, make more money, and experience more freedom in your business. I'm your host, Richard Matthews, and we are on in three, two, one. Hello and welcome back to The Hero Show. My name is Richard Matthews and I'm live on the line today with Carson Fresh. Carson, are you there? Yeah, hi. How's it going? It is going wonderfully. Um, and this is kind of a special treat of an episode for us. This is the first time we have had a YouTube streamer or a professional video game streamer on our show as a uh, uh, business person. So pretty excited to have you on here. You are known as uh, Eureka Fresh on Twitch TV. Is that correct? Yep, yep, that's correct. And and thank you for uh, thank you for having me for sure. I'm very very excited and and uh, yeah yeah I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty pretty excited because it's a it's a for it's it's a not a really well known business right. It's really really popular. There's lots of people who are video game streamers. Everything from you know commenters to video game streamers, pitch TV, all this kind of stuff. There's a lot of business that goes along in that space. But mm -hmm. for most of us, like parents of young children, we just see the end product. We don't actually see the business behind it. So I'm pretty excited right. to get a chance to chat with you a little bit about what the business that um, is behind, you know, the uh, video game streaming. And I know, you know, we're, we're both in our 30s. I remember my parents always telling me, you know, stop playing video games. You can never make money with that. And here you are running a professional <laughs> right, business. Exactly. If um, I'm so glad that I didn't listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I stopped playing video games when I was like 17 <laughs> and just sure. recently got back into it because right. my son's really into it. <laughs> well, yeah. So. And I mean, and that's the thing is that it is kind of, like you said, it's, it's, it's a very, you know, when people look at it and they just see that very, very surface level of like, oh, he's just, playing video games and it really is just there is so much to it <laughs> that's that just is, the tip of the iceberg i would imagine that is just yeah, the my, very uh, very top of it my son turned uh 10 this last year um and you know when, when he got to be about nine years old he really got into video games like really hard mm -hmm. um and we bought uh i bought our my first console that i've bought since i was in high school and we bought the switch and i've been 
I have, um, I have probably put more than five or 600 hours into video games with my son over the last year. Sure. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, it's, it's kind of fun to, you know, it's a way that we can connect. Um, and, you know, he spends a lot of time watching YouTube videos, which for the life of me, I will probably never understand because he has a lot of the games he watches other people play. And I'm like, you know, you could play that game. He's like, but I want to watch this guy play it. So. Sure, right. You know, I, and, and that's kind of the thing with like, with streaming is that and, and anything on YouTube type of content creation is like, you know, it's so many, so many different channels, but they're all doing the same thing that you could be doing at home. But <laughs> it's just yeah. more convenient to just watch somebody else do it, I feel like. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. So to, let's start off with uh, what it is you're known for now. What's your channel about? What are you sort of uh, famous for in the streaming space? Sure. Um, and then we'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit about the, uh, the business side of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so as you mentioned, I go by Eureka Fresh. Um, more, more specifically, I go by Captain Eureka Fresh uh, on board the SAS Eureka. It's a spaceship that I fly out in space. We call it the safe place in space for everybody to come and enjoy a positive, um, uh, a positive supportive community um, that we all, we all share time together and and that's probably the the thing that I'm known for most is is that that's it, is having that safe place in space that we've created on in 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 a community type form. Awesome. So my question for you is, how did you get into the business side of video gaming? Right on our show, we talk a lot about the uh, the origin story, how every hero or every entrepreneur sure. has their origin story, where they sort of do realize that you were different, that maybe you had superpowers and maybe you could use them to help other people. How did you get into the business side of video games? Yeah, so um, so I started streaming about um, about three years ago, it was the very, very first time that I did a stream and it was very, very unsuccessful. It was very, very uh, demoralizing. It was, it was just a very, uh, it wasn't a very good experience for me. And so I quit. I, I immediately, I, I was, I only did it a couple times and I said, no, 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 this isn't, this isn't for me. Um, and I left the space and I, I kind of, it was always kind of in the background of my mind as like, that was something that I knew that I kind of wanted to do. I've, I've always been, uh, you know, like a, a class clown type of person. Um, I've always loved entertaining people. I've done, I've done stuff like been in, um, like comedy troops where we do live performances nice. and, um, I've always really liked that kind of performance aspect. I've done, I've done music. I've been in bands. I do, I do DJing and everything. And it was probably about two years ago. I started really heavily getting into the music scene and music production and and playing local live performances and everything and i found that the the music industry was kind of uh it wasn't for me it was it was a little bit in it was kind of a toxic environment so i wanted to get out of that space yeah. but i still had that like that need to entertain and get in front of people and 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 and, and i don't know get that personality out there. And so I decided to try streaming again, but this time do it kind of like we were speaking before is kind of do it a, a little bit more 
structured, figure yeah. out what I wanted to do with, uh, with the programming of the show and, and, and like actually build, um, a structure around it basically. And so yeah, I started, yeah. so it's, it's more than just like playing video games live. It's There's so like much more than production that. value. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I did graphic design for a long time as a freelance uh, designer, doing a, like business logos and brand development was a huge area that I emphasized my focus in. And so that's kind of what I started with. That was like my bedrock was like, okay, let's start getting graphics done. Let's start making a visual branding experience and then start building from there. And so it's kind of all of these different facets of my life that have kind of all come together at like this absolute like zenith of this is, <laughs> this is like the trajectory of all of this stuff. And it's been really like really amazing for sure. Yeah, that seems, uh, seems really cool. Um, and it's, it's a interesting business to be in for sure, because it's, uh, it's gigantically huge in ways that I don't think a lot of entrepreneurs understand, mm -hmm. um, especially in the younger generations that are coming into their money spending years right now. Right, right. Um, which is, that's an important thing to understand that you've got, you've got, a, you know, the millennials and the generation Z and then the generation after them, which is my son's generation, um, mm -hmm. are, are growing up, they've grown up with the video games and they're getting to this space where they can spend money. And I, like, I was just commenting the other day, like my, my son's gotten into Pokemon cards and I was into Pokemon cards a lot when I was a kid. Sure, and yeah. we went to the, uh, we went to the regional championship and I was like, I, like when I was a kid, I couldn't afford any of this stuff. So like I, I won a couple of, you know, tournaments when I was a kid and made some money and bought some stuff with that. But I was uh -huh. like, as an adult, I have discretionary income. I got money to burn. I was like, my, I was like my, my son and I, yeah, my son like, and I went there. I was like, yeah, I was like, if you're into this, like, let's get into it. And yeah. I spent like three or $400 on cards and like all the stuff. And we have everything to like play and we're going to go do some of the tournaments and stuff because we can. Right, right. right and exactly. that's like, that's the audience you're talking to. You're talking to an audience that grew up with this stuff that now has the discretionary income and the money to put into things that they really enjoyed as children. Right. Um, and now they probably are having their own children and they're doing these kinds of things with them. Um, and yeah, it's and just an entirely different experience. world. Yeah. Yeah. It's an entirely different world than like the world that you and I had with our parents growing up where our parents were like, why are you spending all this time on video games <laughs> right? or whatever it is. <laughs> Could you imagine uh, what your parents would think if they heard you say you spent three to $400 on Pokemon cards? <laughs> Yeah, but it was fun, right? We we yeah, got we got amazing. everything from like the little boxes to you know put them in and the little sleeves, and we got the little play mats and Absolutely. got enough cards to build a couple of decks. And <laughs> I started teaching my son the strategy behind it, and he's That's got he's so actually getting awesome, pretty good. Though. He's beaten me a couple of times already. Um, oh my gosh! And yeah, and he's like, I'm I'm ready to go like to one of these tournaments and actually play. So like it's That's a it's that kind of exciting. thing, and yeah, and you know he's doing the same thing. We're 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 currently playing through the. Uh, um, I'm going to forget the name of it. What's the latest Pokemon game called? Pokemon Sword and Shield? Sword and Shield. Um, that's correct. Yeah. 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 Have you streamed that one yet? I haven't. <laughs> I unfortunately do not have a Switch. So it, it has made a, a damper on the content creation. I would say, though, I would, <laughs> that, that you're lucky that he's gotten into Pokemon and not like Magic the Gathering because that's where 
well, there, that's where the money is right there. There's so much money in Magic the Gathering. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's insane. Um, and so my, I guess my, my next question for you is the, um, so we talk about this all the time on the show, is your superpower, right? What is it you do or build or off this world that helps solve problems for people? Sure. The things that you use to slay this world's villains. So in the context of your business, it's like, what, what is the actual thing that you deliver to customers or to your mm -hmm. clients, in this case, your viewers? Yep. And how does that translate into revenue for your business? Right. So, um, so the number one most important aspect of, uh, of my channel is, is like what I was saying, is that, um, that sense of community and building what we consider the Eureka friends um, is, is one of the, uh, the, the strongest products that I have is that sense of community and uh, building a culture around the channel, not only just around myself, but in a community of people where we, where everybody can kind of have shared experiences with one another. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's, that's what I've always focused on is, um, is kind of building that culture, building that community has been always my number one most important focus is to make sure to give these people a safe place for them to um, to to hang out, to have uh, uh, to have friends, and have a place where everybody feels a sense of of safety and positivity and everything that goes along with supporting one another. Like we have a we have every we have a ton of different facets of the of the channel that's not just the Twitch channel. It's it's the Discord that we have with the community in there. It's Yeah, uh, and that's a that's an online forum for any of our guests who don't know what Discord is. Sure, yeah. So it's a Discord is like a a, a messaging online forum type uh, program and you know anybody can come in and are invited to join into that Discord where we hang out. We have different channels that everybody shares stuff in and and then you have social media aspects where we are interacting with one another everywhere around there. So that's always been the number one big focus for me is, is providing that for people, especially, I mean, in, in, in times where we need that, that kind of, uh, that support from one another, I think that that's the, that's a very, very, uh, needed aspect in a lot of people's lives. And so the video games is very, very, uh, very very surface level type stuff the 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 video games that we play is 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 merely there for um i would say it's more just the, the method of, of connection right yeah, exactly exactly it's it's just the way that we are able to connect and 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 give somebody a little bit more value to just instead of just hanging out but i mean we do what's called just chatting uh episodes where it's just me hanging out and having conversations with the chat. Like everybody just will, will drop their comments in chat and I'll respond to them. And we just hang out one-on-one -on -one with everybody that are not one-on-one, -on -one, but that's how it kind of feels. One-on-many. On yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. One-on-many. So, And so that's the, that was always the, the big focus. I, I learned that from a streamer that I watched that I was part of their community. And I was like, this is what needs to be out there for everybody to experience 
So my, uh, I have sort of a more specific question just because sure. I'm interested in how you figured this out yourself. Um, is uh, how do you guys decide what video games are you're going to stream and mm -hmm. like what systems are important to focus on? Because I know like there's, there's the PC world and there's the PS4 world and there's the Xbox One world and the Nintendo Switch world, sure. right? And those change every couple of years when new systems come out. How do you sort of decide where your focus is going to be on like which systems and like what video games? Right. So, um, so something that we did pretty unique for the channel for when we started. Um, so I just, we started the channel, the Eureka Fresh channel, three years ago, but really started up last July. Um, and when we started mm. in July until just a couple weeks ago, we were in what I called season one of the show. And we did um, every single week. Um, the, how, the, how the show's format was, was every single week I would pick four games and I would put it out for the community to vote on every single week. So I'd put up a new YouTube video and we called it the pie because I would show like a pie graph after and see which game won. Yeah. And um, I would put up the four games and I would let the community decide. So I allowed them to to put in their input and and have everybody kind of be part of it. So it's it's not only my show, it gives the all of our viewers out there, all of our friends it gives them a sense of connection to the to the program and so yeah to the content that you're creating exactly because it's it's like i like i was saying i'm not a good video game player i'm not <laughs> i'm i'm not a professional like there are are video game athletes out there that are extremely talented i for one am only mildly talented <laughs> with it like i i'm more focused on the entertainment side of it however I mean, we still want to be able to give everybody that, that, you know, everybody still wants to see video games. So giving our viewers the opportunity to, you know, shape the show as they want to see it, because I'm not going to, I, I don't have enough experience in one video game where I'm like, this is the game that I'm going to show all of you. It's like, <laughs> yeah show me what you want me to play for you <laughs> and so we did that for for 30 weeks we did 30 different uh uh pies so we had like over 120 games get put up uh we played 30 different games we played over 30 games uh since july and and it was it was really really awesome because it was fun to watch the community decide. And, you, like, I would pick four games based on a lot of different things. Um, you're looking at, uh, like you said, trends on, like, social media of, like, you know, staying up in front of... What of games are being video. talked about. And... Right. What's in the zeitgeist right now? Oh, the, the new this game's coming out in a couple weeks. Maybe we play the old version of it because there's a bunch of remakes. Um you know, maybe we play something kind of akin to that genre, like, oh, there's a bunch of indie games coming out right now. Let's go back and see what's on that. Also, another thing that I would look at is like uh, Steam sales, if there were sales on Steam. Because mm -hmm. like I said, I mean, we would pick four games and I have like a, a large library, but business wise, you know, you want to cut costs where you can. 
and it also you added you can't buy everything a, you can't buy 60 dollars games uh, no 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 absolutely and sometimes i would trickle in like a 60 dollars game and they would be like that's the one and i'd be like okay <laughs> shoot <laughs> or the sale would turn off and <laughs> or play in the expensive game right 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 exactly but i mean uh, uh luckily there's there's already been like you were talking about we have a, a kind of a an income that can be disposable so <laughs> so i already have a, a quite a plethora of games anyways so i would choose from games that i already owned to games that were i would sprinkle in a new one here and there what games were on sale so that would also give the viewers an added benefit of like oh this game is on sale i saw eureka fresh play that i'm gonna go and play that game because it's on sale kind of thing so there's a lot so of how so do, many areas. How does that drive uh, revenue for you? Do you get like affiliate sales from video games or is it ad sales for, you know, viewers on your channel? Like how does, how does any of this turn into revenue for, for you guys? As far as um, affiliate wise goes, um, there really isn't any, as far as my channel goes uh, in the games themselves. There's, there's, there's a lot of areas where you can, um, you know, you can get in contact with these uh, brand developers, but there are so many gamers out there playing these games and streaming these games that it, it's very, very difficult to land an affiliate with an actual uh, production studio or anything like that or, or distribution company. However, um, how the revenue works is just through pure um, viewership and then utilizing... Um, utilizing an affiliate program outside of that where you know i have studio equipment and we talk about if you want to become a streamer then you use affiliate links like through amazon and you're getting you're getting sales through that that, that sort of sense. way the video game side of it is very um uh, difficult to kind of break into that as far as um getting monetary value from the games themselves it so does, uh, does Twitch offer any sort of uh, um, like AdSense style revenue like YouTube does for, so, for viewership on your channels? Sure. So like how, how, uh, how the monetization of the channel works is that um, Twitch offers a viewers a, or Twitch offers an affiliate program for certain streamers. There are, there are t basically three tiers of streamers. There are, the like very first starting out streamers, there are affiliate streamers, and then there are partnered streamers. And those are all based on your, your channel's analytics. How many, how many viewers do you have? What is your congruent like viewership or what is your average viewership? You have to hit a certain amount of average viewers. Um, and you have to have like a, a certain amount of hours and days put in to qualify for it. Once you've qualified into the sense. affiliate program, which we're sitting in right now, um, viewers are able to subscribe to your channel for a $5 fee. Or there, there are three tiers. There are a $5 tier, first tier, second tier is $10, third tier is a $20. And then also Amazon owns Twitch. And so if you have an Amazon Prime account, you are able to link your Amazon Prime to Twitch and offer any streamer a free subscription just because you have the uh, Amazon Prime. But that also goes towards nice. the streamer. 
then once you have broken into that affiliate level with uh with twitch and have become affiliated with them also uh viewers are able to do what's called cheering bits and that is um that is a, a one for one uh payment towards the towards the streamer so people are able to um to you know they'll buy these bits from twitch and then they can cheer them to give them you to you as you play yeah so as you're doing stuff that's entertaining you know people are cheering these bits and it's a one-for-one -one payment towards the streamer so we do a lot of different things yeah, so so if i'm understanding that correctly it would be akin to like someone liking a video on a facebook live like giving them little hearts but it's actual monetary value exactly exactly and you can and you can <clears throat> cheer at different increments you know you can cheer one bit which would be one penny or you can cheer up to, you know, as many as 10,000 bits if you want, you know, there's, there's no real limit on it. And it's, it's a, it's a penny value for it. So um, like we've, we've had some insane charitable uh, donations to the channel and, 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 and that's kind of where where the the monetization comes from. There are also AdSense revenues that come through that. Um, but luckily our channel has been so successful in a way that you know we have basically close to a hundred percent uh subscriber viewership like anytime that we are streaming wow almost a hundred percent of our viewers are paid subscribers which is a, a absolutely amazing for sure so have you reached a point where your uh um your streaming business here is actually a full-time income mm. i wish i wish we are we are slowly getting to that point um you know doing stuff like this is really really uh helping getting getting that opportunity to get out there in more more faces and and get in front of more people but like i was talking about before is that you know, you operate in these bubbles. I'm sure that you guys have experienced this as well is that, you know, you start out with a bubble that's pretty small and pretty easy to pop. And then yeah. once you get into the next bubble, you realize, okay, this is going to take a lot more growth for me to pop this. And then you do pop it eventually. And now, whoa, you're in a really big bubble and it's harder and harder still to get through there and bust through there. So it makes it's, sense. It's a, it is a job for me for 24 seven job. I am constantly doing it, but unfortunately, uh, uh, monetarily wise, it, 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 we're not quite there, but soon, hopefully we'll be able to reach that point. <laughs> That's cool. So another curious question, just more on the, uh, the specific side. I know cause my son watches a lot of these streamers that they tend to have, um, pretty, I would say like consistent genres that they stick in for video games or for like audience wise. So sure. like, I, I'm going to forget one of these guys' names, um, but he, he does just switch games. Right. Sure. And because Nintendo's audience tends to skew younger, uh -huh. right. I know you mentioned earlier, you tend to play with games like doom and other things, which I assume audience skews older. Yeah. Um, is is that do you do you have to be cognizant of that that hey your audience is going to be sort of in this age range and they're going to be interested in these types of games and that kind of so, sucks i know like you know they have to his audience is very child friendly right sure. so like he 
<laughs> he's got to be that way because he's playing Nintendo games. Right, right, right. So, um, so there are a couple things that, like, um, you know, there has been uh, there's been a new law enacted where you have to specifically um, state whether your content is de- deliberately made for uh, age groups under the age of for 12. children. Yeah, yeah, um, and then otherwise you can state what it's not or it is kind of thing um but you do have to be uh aware of it if anyone is interested in it right the child online protection act yeah exactly i wasn't sure exactly what the name of it i see it every day when i upload stuff to youtube but i just like like, i click no and then i just go (laughs) like nope it's not so you're like Um, we're not child friendly (laughs) we murder monsters with big guns (laughs) sure sure right (laughs) but you know one of the things is is that like uh like i was saying is like having that having our having the channel based around a positive uh, viewing experience is that like you know you do have to be cognizant of that in a lot of different areas and i have uh i I have a lot of things where like in my chat you know we don't allow like any cursing in the chat i try to keep that to a minimum you know as far as like my own censorship goes (laughs) and Mm -hmm. And, and and kind of base it yourself around that and it's it's hard because you don't really know um through twitch analytics you don't really know a lot of your age groups ranges it doesn't mm-hmm. provide that uh provide that information but um you can you can kind of you know get a sense of it how they interact with you in chat yeah how they talk like, yeah 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 exactly you're like okay this is probably a kid <laughs> so let's so let's uh let's let's be let's be you know cognizant yeah and i know like you you mentioned part of your part of your brand is like your safe place in space uh right so i imagine you you're staying consistent with that with like how you talk and what games you play and that kind of stuff right yeah exactly and so that's i mean that's the biggest thing is like branding is is such a huge crucial part of the uh of the of a successful content creator or i mean it's genuinely the you know as somebody that comes from like a graphic design background is that like branding is your everything you know it's 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 how you yeah, it's, good. it's what's going to make you recognizable in the marketplace exactly and and what gets you to stand out you know it's like anybody can go and anybody can get a 30 dollar webcam plug it into their computer and start and stream you know what i mean but yeah it's yeah that. that's uh that's the discussion we've been having with my son is like he wants to be a, a youtube streamer and i'm like let's talk about you know production and like branding and stuff like that and he's like oh i don't want to do that and i'm like no, no, you no, don't no, want to no. be a youtube streamer yet <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's like because there's <laughs> you just want to be so. famous and it's a, and which is fine you know that's 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 a good place to start for sure but yeah exactly once yeah. you start realizing that there needs to be a little bit more to it then that's when people are like oh shoot <laughs> i didn't i didn't yeah. realize i mean that's like some real <laughs> you mean we have to actually try we don't get to play video games online for fun right <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah like i like we've been kind of talking about a lot is that like Playing the video game is very like <laughs> that is like it's kind of like my uh, I guess my treat for myself is that I get to actually play the game after doing so much stuff you know constant online marketing constantly building new create building new content ideas and coming up with new stuff and getting new equipment set up dude I mean it's 
it gets really <laughs> yeah it's a it it's a, a constant thing for you i imagine and like i know i watch i watch a lot of different youtube channels for various things um and it's amazing sometimes to see how much effort right because you know I, I help clients develop youtube shows right so you, you have a sort of an insight into like what it actually takes to do some of that stuff and you know to see all the creative things people are coming up with for you know types of content and where they're going and what they're doing and like you know we traveled i tried to, i tried starting a travel video blog of like what we're doing in our travels and oh it's yeah like yeah just just trying to keep track of like hey we did this this day and like here's all the videos i took today and remembering to take videos it was like it was too much for me i couldn't do it right, right? yeah exactly um, now we're <laughs> editing and like <laughs> yeah it, be, it piles up really 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 quickly so so just another curious question for you. I'm curious how consistent this is, right? So one of my businesses we run is called Push Button Podcasts, and I help cool. clients um, build and develop their podcast. Um, and we do a weekly show generally with them about, you know, anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour's worth of content every week. And we handle everything, right? So they just show up, do their, their you know, provide their content. And we do everything else for them. And oh, what wow. we've found is that for every about hours, hours worth of content, there's about eight hours worth of work, eight to 10 hours worth of work to sure. make that hours worth of content public. How mm -hmm. do you find that in your, your business as well? That's, that's about what it, what it is. That is, uh, that is, uh, that is a very, very, very accurate, uh, number for sure. I think that, like I said, I mean, this is genuinely a 24 seven kind of operation is that, you know, there's, there's, there's so much more than just hitting that go live button and then hitting stop live and it, you, it just magically happening. You know what I mean? Is like, yeah, you're spending Yeah, I know. You're spending upwards to, you know, anywhere I don't know, 8 to 12 hours easily to create that 1 hour of upload. I mean, I I delve uh, a lot of my YouTube content is a is re-edited and um added production to streams mm -hmm. that we have already done. Um, we're, we're starting to get into an area of new content creation where it'll be YouTube specific, uh, content and then Twitch specific content. And they kind of will start bleeding. <laughs> Just making your hours go up. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. And that, that is one oh, thing yeah. that I've like That's... started looking at and just being like, oh gosh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say like on our, on our brand side. Uh, on our brand side, my uh, my clients like I've been telling them for years. Like you should get a show going, right? Because it's a great way to build an audience for mm -hmm. you know business development. Um, and you know a lot of my clients sell courses and stuff online. So we're like, hey, you should have a show and actually build and develop an audience around your expertise. And I like, tell them to do that, and they record an episode or two, and then they realize how much work it is, and they don't ever do it. And then you know, like I started this show, um, and you know I recorded I think eight episodes, um, and I got three of them published. Um, and after I got the three of them published, I was like, if I publish the rest of these, I'm going to starve, right? Cause I'm not going to have enough to, like time to do my regular business thing. Uh -huh. Um, so I had to build an entire business and system around getting just my show published. And that's sort of what turned into our push button podcast thing. So I can tell my clients, Hey, you can just show up and record and we'll do everything else for you. Because I like, I know We've deep already down done it. how much work it is. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. <laughs> so and much I mean, effort. Well, it's like at that point you know, it's, it's genuinely like when you get to that point of it being so much work ahead of you, for you to not find a way to monetize it is, 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 is foolish, you know, is, is like you were putting yeah. in so much work that you have to start kind of looking at like, okay, how do I turn this actual 
a bunch of work into an end result product for for people to consume so yeah yeah and then it, it actually it allows you to keep doing it right because if you couldn't if you couldn't turn it into monetization of any sort then you wouldn't be able to produce the content you just right. you, you would eventually starve exactly <laughs> and i think that that's where a lot of a lot of uh a lot of people kind of um i don't know if fail is the right word but like a lot of people don't have that understanding of what it is and i definitely didn't so like kind of harking back to when I very, very first started, that was the thing was that it was like, oh man, I'm doing all of this work. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm doing everything that I see people doing. Why am I not like making it? Like why, why is nobody watching this? And like, yeah, cause I, you're I just seeing the surface. Yeah, exactly. And I wasn't ready to, to dig deeper into it. And, and yeah, I mean, you, you realize how much work it is and, if you're not ready for that grind, man, it can really just turn into a very, yeah, very negative yeah. experience. You're like, nope, I don't want anything to do with that. So my my next question for you is your fatal flaw, right? So we talked about this on the show. Just like Superman has his kryptonite, it's something that you struggle with in your own self, your own personality that has, you think, held your business back. And I think more importantly than what it is, is how have you... Um, overcome that or how are you working on that so someone who's running their own business who struggle with the same thing might learn a little bit from you sure sure um hmm the fatal flaw i mean one of like the most difficult things i guess is um is understanding that you know everybody is starting out at some point and that it's not going to be something that happens overnight and having to remind yourself that is, is, is a very, um, it's a very difficult challenge is that I still have that mentality of like, man, I'm doing everything. We should have a million viewers by now. <laughs> and, yeah. and to really kind of pull back and understand that, no, that's not, that's not the right mentality to have at this point is understanding that, you know, with, with, with any sort of business, any sort of project, you know, the project wants to fail. <laughs> like a business, I feel like the business wants to not exist. The business wants to not, and you have to constantly fight to keep that business alive. You constantly have to keep yeah. that brand. The uh, physics term is the second law of thermodynamics, right? Sure. All things want to go from order to disorder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that is a thousand percent what business is. And so I think my, my biggest thing is, uh, is coming to terms with that and understanding that, you know, you have to genuinely constantly be working at it. Otherwise, you know, that, that, that flame is going to burn out. And you have to keep. It's like building the sandcastle with the uh, the uh, the waves coming in. You're like right. the waves are keep hitting it. You have to keep building it, keep it you going up. Otherwise, it's just going to be gone. Going, dude. You just have to keep it going. <laughs> so I mean, and that's the most difficult thing is to. Um, I think for any business owner, I think for any entrepreneur out there, you know, we all have these grand ideas of of success. You know, we see like uh, Steve, uh, um, uh, the rich dad, poor, poor dad, Kiyosaki. Yeah, uh, you know, Robert Kiyosaki. Right, right, right. Yeah, Robert. And 
you know, we see that and we're like, oh man, we're going to be just like that guy. <laughs> we read his book. We're going to do it for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, like, but if you look at his stories, he didn't become even like famous in his work until he was in his sixties. Right. And he started his business up in his, in his teens. Much later. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and that's the, that's, I mean, uh, I mean, that's just kind of the story of an entrepreneur for sure. And I think that being able to find a, a, a sense of uh, like security within the constant growth is, is coming to terms with that and being comfortable with the, with that idea of like, this is where we are now. Let's stay within this and get comfortable where we are so that we can continuously grow as, as, as time moves forward. Um, you know, we started with a, a, a very low number, but you know, we have, we have a very, very strong backing and support system from, from all of our friends of the channel. And I, you know, I think that a lot of people have like self-doubt issues and, you know, think, or I, I do it, especially I have a lot of, uh, of like, man, I'm not, I'm definitely not good enough to do this. I'm, I'm not going to make it as a, as a professional, this or that, like, but really leaning back on our community and that support system has been something that has really, really helped drive me to continuously go forward with it is like our, 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 the audience that we have is, is my motivation to continuously grow with it. Have you reached a point with your audience growth where you feel like you would fail them if you stopped? Yeah, no. Yeah. That's, uh, that's kind of like where we are for sure is that I, I, I don't want to, uh, have that 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 four flaw that floor fall out from underneath them um i'm sure that everybody would be fine if the channel stopped going but i i genuinely do feel that what we've created and what i've been able to cultivate as far as a community goes i think that that's extremely important for a lot of lives to have and have in in and or around them for sure awesome so I want to talk a little bit about your driving force, right? So, because um, I think it ties in really well with what we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, just like Spider-Man fights to save New York or Batman fights to save Gotham or Google fights to index and categorize all the world's information. What is it that you guys fight for at Eureka Fresh? So, um, kind of a, like what we've been talking about a lot is the, the number one most important thing that I, I, I fight for daily and, and constantly is is providing a positive force into everybody's lives. You know, we live in a, in a, in a, in a tumultuous world, you know, there's, there's a lot of things going on that, that people need that positivity in their life somewhere in some way. And, and in especially the online video game world industry, wow, is it toxic and negative. There is, I mean, there are shows there there's there's youtube you know content creators out there that base themselves around being negative and you know and being mad and, yeah we have to uh <laughs> we have to please some of that with our kids and make sure it's like hey well, you know which shows are you right? watching and like for for us particularly we love it when we find content creators like you that we can we can trust to put our kids in front of them and let them watch and interact with and be part of those communities because they want to have that community 
Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, you know, and, and it's hard, you know, it's hard as parents to, you know, the, the, to police everything. I can't even imagine the struggle that you guys have to go through of being like, Oh, nope, you can't watch this. <laughs> and, and just finding like that, out like, that you're guy's just channel, you're not allowed to watch. We've, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah like, we've had a couple of them uh, where we're like, you're not allowed, you're not allowed to um, watch that channel, and we'll have to put it on the block list or whatever. Yeah, can't. Um, can't and do like, there's certain anymore. certain video games that um, that he plays that have like online chat functions, and we have to go in and turn them off because you know, more than half the people that are on there chatting and playing and stuff like that are just screaming uh, profanities. <laughs> yeah, insane. and you're like, yeah, you're not allowed to be a part of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we don't want anything to do with that at all whatsoever. And so, you know, and that's like why we do stuff on my channel for doing like the no cursing in the chat. You know, that's just a very, very, very basic rule functionality that everybody has to kind of adhere to is like nobody wants to see because I have chat rolling on my screen the entire time. And I don't want people to like come mm -hmm. to the channel and just see a bunch of curse words all over it. Like, that's, I, I don't know. I find yeah. it very just kind of, it turns me away from it immediately when I'm like, oh, okay, like whatever you do, you, but so, I don't that, it reminds me of, uh, um, it, have you, you've seen a uh, Apple, Apple plus or whatever the Apple TV plus or whatever the, the shows that they make. Oh, you're right. Apple sure. started making. Uh huh. Yeah. So they have a show called, um, Oh, what's it called? I can't remember it. It's it's something about video games, right? It's a video game development house, um, oh, okay. and it's a sort of show, sort of like The Office. Except oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I I can't remember what yeah. it's called, but yeah, I know what you're. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called sunny, either. But anyways, sunny in Philadelphia. No, that that one's PBS, but that guy's in it. Yeah, that guy's um, in it, right? And but anyways, yeah, but anyways, the uh, um, one of the episodes there they were talking about building a shovel or something like that for the video game. And, um, and they were like, the, the big thing that they had to worry about was the TTP metric. And the TTP metric is, you know, if you have a world level, you know, this online world that the people go to is like, how long will it take the crew, like the, the people who are playing the game to use it to make a penis? It's the time to penis. <laughs> time to penis. <laughs> like the time to penis ratio. And the whole episode was about how to mitigate the time to penis. And, I was, and, and uh, you know, the, the ultimate like, end of the episode was like they couldn't mitigate it at all like no. <laughs> like it doesn't matter what they did <laughs> no people always, will find you know... their ways dude the people will find their ways <laughs> for sure and i mean and that's something that we have you know we've we've struggled to like deal with is that you know there are there are people that you know that i just have to say that that curse word they have to so they'll figure out ways around it and like spacing the letters out just enough so the the filter doesn't catch so the it algorithms won't catch it yeah right right using and like i don't mind if they like change the word a little whatever if you're gonna go to that length i guess whatever <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah people will go to very very long and arduous lengths to be repulsive <laughs> <laughs> I totally get it. So I want to talk a little bit about something more practical, right? So I have a section of our show, we call it the hero's tool belt, right? Maybe you got a big magical hammer like Thor or a bulletproof vest like uh, sure. your neighborhood police officer. Um, so specifically, this is more about like the tools that let you do what you do, right? So I think what would be interesting for my audience is like, what does it actually take to get online and stream something like that outside of the business stuff? Just like, like physically, what do you have to have to make that happen to actually get online and actually stream a video game? 